<laughs> this week we're gonna take a look at lost sequels. Uh, we're starting off with Home Alone three. It is December twenty fourth, so also known as Three Malone. Three Malone. <laughs> uh, it is December twenty fourth, so we're covering a Christmas movie. Absolutely. Um, I'm in the minority that this is probably the best Home Alone movie. Look, okay, the first one. Props for originality. It's a super original concept. For sure. It's fun. It's a, these, these are family movies. These mm -hmm. aren't like, you know, character studies of, of kids left alone and the psychological damage. It's or, definitely, it's a type of movie that's not around anymore, which I think you appreciate more than I do. Yeah, I do. I, or this is a movie that you might see in like direct-to-streaming. Yeah. Right? You wouldn't see this in the theaters. and it, it suddenly wouldn't be the pop culture craze. It was, it is, I mean, it was back then. It wouldn't, that wouldn't happen again. Yeah, well, I think... I, I I've listed down um, s some movies that are that are kind of like Home Alone because, you know, I think that yeah, this type of movie isn't around. I've, I've anymore. done the exact same thing. Really? Yes. Well, I feel like, but it's also the subject matter. But that's not, not only are they anymore. that, it's this. It's the same writer. Oh yeah. So it's the it's the writer. I think. Well, let me list my movies, yes. and then you can tell me if you, you know, you yes. see what I'm saying. Yeah. Go. So I have Home Alone. Right. Jingle all the way. Right. Toy Story. I disagree with that. Jumanji. Yes. And Chucky. Chucky? Well, I'm listing down movies that where toys are all like the central element to well, the plot. Uh, you're, Chucky, okay. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Um, okay. I'll, I'll get back. We'll get back to the toys. Sure. John Hughes is a writer. Okay. R Roger Gosnell is a director. Okay. And I'll, I'll get back to him too. Because mm -hmm. he has an interesting career. This is a debut actually. Oh. Yeah. So John Hughes, the writer, he wrote. You ready for this? Sure. Beethoven, uh, with the dog. Oh, the dog one. <laughs> oh, wait. Let me guess. Oh, what was the Dennis the Menace? Did yes. you write that? <laughs> <laughs> no way. Yes. Oh, he wrote kidding. Dennis the Menace. You ready for this next one? Okay. My mind was blown. Baby's Day Out. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? The quintessential. Baby's movie, other yes. than other than Baby Geniuses, of course, or or, or Boss Baby. Yes, well, yeah, that's like we a more. We should do a baby marathon. <laughs> Just watch all the baby movies. We absolutely should not. Storks, <laughs> Home Alone, which obviously, Flubber. Uh huh. Wow. Wow. <laughs> um, Ferris Bueller's Day Out. Who is this again? This is the writer. John Hughes, the writer. Yes. Wow. Okay. He's just a writer. Okay. Uh, Fer Ferris Bueller's Day Out. Okay. The Breakfast Club. Mm -hmm. Oh wow. Yeah. Career Opportunities. Okay, never heard of it. You don't know about this movie? No. It's a weird movie. Hmm. I mean, it's 90s. Yeah. It's a 90s movie. It's all weird. 101 Dalmatians, the live action one. Right, of Yes, course. with, with uh, Glenn Close. Mm -hmm. uh, and Dennis the Mess, the last one that I've written on there. Yeah, wow. Yeah. That's so funny. That is really funny that you, <laughs> yeah, you got that. <laughs> but they all have like a certain age to them. I don't know what to say. Uh, it's, it's a different style. It's what the... It's what the market wanted. I feel like quite a few of those movies really, really focus on the, like, the Family. suburban... Well, the suburban home... Well, uh, yeah, we'll, as a we'll watch it back that too. But I think a lot of these movies are... I don't, I, don't know what to, I don't know what to say. I mean, they have a... There's a distinct theme of, like, family. Well, it might not be a theme, but maybe just, like, an undertone of, like, this is the way that a family is, you know? Yeah, but it's also, like, like, um, like... You know, like families love you and families are together. And you, you like, uh, yeah, well, let's talk about that. This is this movie, Home Alone 3, 3 Malone. 3 Malone. 3 Malone has the exact 
like stereotype and trope of like it's got the careless dad, yeah. the caring mother, uh-huh. the rebellious sister. Oh uh-huh, yeah. We'll get back to her. And then the jerk brother. Yeah. And the then like brother. the lone like youngest child. That is the cliche. Yes, but they still love structure. each other at the end uh, yeah, of the day absolutely. type of thing. Right. It, you know, it's like and the you know the okay, let's start with the dad. <laughs> Dads in these type of movies are always kinda like, well, I forgot about that or like it's you like know, like the like the running down the stairs and grabbing the toast and kissing the wife. Yes. Like, oh, I'm late for work. I'm late for work. Like, or or it's like, uh, but this is your dream, son. No, dad, this is your, your dream. dream. <laughs> and on the other side of that same scene of like the dad running out the door, it's always mom always has like stacks of eggs and bacon and pancake you know? yeah. and orange juice and a pitcher. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. They don't do the moms don't do anything except talk about their kids. Yes. Or, or, or yeah. Well, actually, or. this is a working mother in this movie. Yeah. Which and, you know, I wanted to bring up some 90s tropes and we could talk about whether this movie. Should I start with the family first? Yeah. For OK. Sure. So caring mother. Mm-hmm. I like the mom in this. Yeah. She's a good mom. Like yeah. she I mean, she. it's not like she's always like. Oh, I love you. Like she even says, "I'm very angry with you" and things like that. When he when he calls and the you, cops. And you're right that she's a working mom, which is not seen in these movies at all. Yeah, uh, most of the time it's a stay at home mom or whatever. But yeah. because it's Home Alone, you can't have the mother stay alone. Three Malone. Right. You can't have the mother stay at home. Right. Of because course. she needs to be out of the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the rebellious sister. Yeah. Um, well, we've got to talk about Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, Scarlett Johansson's in this. <laughs> uh, peak performance. <laughs> it, it was. And, it was. you know, when you compare something like this, so so young into her career, yes. to Black Widow, it clearly... You well, know. I was thinking... Well, we'll get back to her, because she's a whole other... I have her listed off as, like, a whole other bullet point. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, the jerk brother, which we don't... I mean, he's just kind of like a... He's like Beavis, you know? Yeah, yeah, um... So, yeah. So what do you think of this suburban idealistic kind of vibe to it? I mean, it's 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 interesting. I I hate the whole I hate the aesthetic. I hate 90s aesthetic. But it was interesting, actually, to like see revisit that. that. Right. Because that is just not it's just not seen anymore. Right. And um, I love it. That's what kind of what I grew up with. I always grew up with this whole like whole like, you know, mom, a dad, uh, you know, two and a half kids, white picket fence, a dog, that type of thing. And I mean, you definitely, I mean, you didn't in real life. I didn't. I, nothing like grew, that. We grew up with the idea of that. Yeah, I grew up with a single mom in a, in a smaller house and, and I never, I didn't, I recently got a dog. It was, yeah, it was small things too. Like they had lots of pets, you know? Yeah, lots of pets. The, um, the furniture is real distinct. Yeah, th- uh, it's a big house. Every, every kid has their own room. Yeah. And it's I always mean, decked out to their personality. Yeah. So it's like toys, toys, toys everywhere. everywhere. We'll get back to that. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah. So do you miss this in movies or in life? In movies. In movies. Mm, I mean, uh, no, I, I really don't. I, Why? Is it boring seeing the same thing over and over again? Uh, again, we, we choked it out completely. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think movies these days are self-aware. One thing I wanted to bring up is, is like... There are a lot of goofy moments in this, like the little car chase they had. There's a moment yeah. where this there's like a parody car chase where a van is chasing a remote controlled car. And it was goofy to the extreme, but it wasn't self-aware. And you look at a movie. I think like, it was. I don't think it was. I mean, what I'm saying is a movie like. Keep in mind, kids are watching this. 
they don't want the self-awareness well well yeah sure they're aware like the filmmakers are aware that it's goofy yes but it's not like a nudge and a wink you know i what i'm saying is in ant-man they do like goofy extreme stuff too but it's always followed by like a wink you know but like is that, hey isn't is, this silly isn't you know? that is that gonna age as well what is it, 97 22 years later in in 2000 what is it 37 you think ant-man's gonna be like are they gonna be like well this is i'm just saying it's a type of humor that extreme goofyism is just a type of humor that's but not I, I, seen anymore yes you're right but i feel like all the other home alones have that kind of like they're not like, oh, isn't this goofy? They're just like, have fun with this. Like, keep in mind that like this is just for fun. And it's like, it's a fun premise. Like, what if a kid was home alone and had to defend himself from burglars or whatever? Yeah. Like, it's a fun concept. It, actually, what, what did you think about the reason for the burglars caring? Like, the motive? Well, you know, it, it's interesting because... It's so different from the other home alone. Right. So we have home alone. Right. Okay? And it's, you know, a kid who's defending the house with all of his toys right. and stuff. Very, very, well, you know, we'll get back to that. Mm -hmm. And then we have Home Alone 2, which is kind of like, uh, the. It, it's interesting. Here, here's what I wanted to tell you while we were watching this movie. We have Home Alone 2, and it's like, Kevin is lost in New York. And the actual Home Alone bit, where he's defending that empty right. house, yeah. I thought that was the weakest part of the movie. You did? Yeah. It felt out of place to me with the rest of the movie. But My the favorite the movie, part of the Home Alones and it's kind of absent in this one, is the whole movie sequence when he, whenever he uses that old gangster film yeah, yeah. To, to do shenanigans. <laughs> mm -hmm. I love that. This is not in this movie. No. That's one sure. thing that Home Alone does better is, is those, and that's not even a real movie. That was shot for Home Alone. Yeah, right. Yeah. Which was which is fun. Yeah, which is fun. It's it's fun because it's like they parody the gangster film so great. But like like my favorite scene in Home Alone 2 is is uh when uh Tim Curry and Rob Schneider and all the other hotel employees are like knocking on the door yeah. and it's, they're talking to the 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 gangster in the film. Right, exactly. It's it's my favorite moment. It's hilarious and all that. This is missing from this movie. Um they don't really do that. I mean they kind of do that with a parrot a little bit. I did not like the animals in this movie. Why? Well, I have that down as a 90s trope. It's just like so dated. Okay, it, so it's so just a bunch of shots. What are your tropes? Movies. Okay, so I put down the evil Japanese businessmen. It's always a trope in these 90s films. Okay. But in this movie, subverted, they're North Koreans. Very woke. You know, who would have thought that that would have... <laughs> well, at, time, at the time, wasn't Kim Jong uh, ill... That was still an issue. Yeah, but, you know, the... Normally in these movies, you get the Russians in no, the 90s. No, no, no. Russians came in the thousands, I thought. Like in no, the I felt thousands. like... What was the 90s stereotypical? That's what I'm saying. I think it's the Japanese. Really? And now it's like China. I mean, but that was a time of like Pokemon and, all, and Sony and all these... I mean, I don't, know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that. Second trope, the careless dad, which I think it does kind of subvert in some ways but other other times you know it's like you talk about the pants gag yeah i mean come on the pants gag <laughs> <laughs> you're laughing <laughs> yes i'm laughing policemen always arriving late and not listening to anyone or doing anything but that's still a trope to this day um that's not only a 90s thing no one uh, yes that exact correct. that exact trope is a whole plot of salt 
with Angelina Jolie. Yes, correct. I'm this movie though. It reminded me that that trope existed. And right, that was really because it's to the me. extreme. Yeah, but I, but like, if they didn't have that scene, I love his line in the film when he goes, "Sorry, I'm doing my duty as an American citizen" or something. Oh my god, that was no, great. I cringed. No, it was great. Well, that brings me to my next uh, '90s trope: is an incredibly heavy reliance on child actors with no talent. Okay, so let's <laughs> well, hold on. So you didn't like Alex D. Lenz? No. The discount Culkin? Yes. No, I did not. Do you want to know what his other role that is of note? Yeah, tell me. He's Tarzan, young Tarzan. <gasps> in Tarzan? In in Tarzan, the Disney Renaissance animated film. Wow. He's the um I don't know if you remember, but there's a very emotional scene in the beginning of the movie where it's young Tarzan, he gets yelled at by the leader gorilla i forgot his name i don't remember this and, at all <laughs> okay well he goes to like the water's edge and he's like in the like looking at his reflection and then his mom comes to him mm -hmm. and is like what's wrong and mm -hmm. he's like you know I, I like i'm so different i don't even look like any of you and his mom's like i see two eyes and a nose and a mouth and it's a great moment Very it's a great cute. moment where it's like like it, it, despite the species difference like his mom still loves him and everything for sure but, but all i could hear in this movie was the director saying can you try to say that more like macaulay culkin would say it <laughs> so you think kid, if culkin did this one it would be better i don't know maybe it's just because i know his character you know already Kevin? from the yeah from the other two i guess i don't i don't know i don't know i mean yes he, he's not fantastic he didn't blow me away you know he's not like the greatest actor of all time. But I mean, again, if you saw this in 97, would you enjoy it? I mean, if I was very young and I saw this in 97, yeah, sure. Okay. But, but that brings me to my next 90s trope. Go ahead. Getting hit in the balls. This still happens. In movies? Yes. Like, what's the latest instance you can think of of someone getting hit in the balls I'm as pretty, a joke? I'm pretty sure it happens in Jumanji. In, in, th in, in two Manji? Three Manji. No. You saw three manji? I saw three manji. Oh, wow. How That's why that? I talked to you about it. Oh, wow. Yeah. So he gets hit. Who gets hit in the balls? I think Kevin Hart does or maybe Jack Black. One of them does. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> One of them does. There's some sort of testicular humor in there. A hundred percent. It's kind of like fart jokes used to be more prominent. They have one in this. Well, the, yeah. Yeah. Every now and then, um, you know, one well, pops a, up. They had a piss joke in, in two manji. In two manji? In two manji. Oh, you mean Jack Black P? Yes. Oh, and that was like a five minute scene. That was cute. No, it wasn't. That was not funny at all. Oh, look, I have a wiener. That was cute. That was not funny at all. You're just saying that because you like Jack Black. I do. I do like Jack Black. He's, yes. he's so funny. Yeah. As Poe? As Poe. Oh, yes. oh, I love Kung Fu Panda. Well, what's another trope? Oh, that, that's all that I had listed down. Okay. Well, okay. Let's talk about the villains. Yeah, sure. You like them? I, I mean, I guess. <laughs> was it funny? Well, here, here's how I felt about the Home Alone sequence. So, first of all, this movie starts out like some spy espionage thriller. <laughs> and I cannot stop laughing at it. Just knowing that it's Home Alone 3, you know, not like some spy movie. <laughs> like Cody Banks? And then it, Cody Banks? Cody Banks. Oh, yeah. With Frankie Muniz. Oh, my gosh. What a throwback. Yes, we, we gotta do that one. one. Yeah, this is the sure. second one. Lost sequel? There is. <laughs> yeah. Lost sequel? Okay, that'll be our next one. All right. Big fat life. But, <laughs> but then this movie turns into like, what if we did Home Alone rear window style? 
You know what I mean? Yes. And it does uh, that yes. for like an hour. It is very much like Rear Window. But then we get to the actual Home Alone sequence. And I don't know, maybe I just didn't care. <laughs> but it just felt like an unceasing amount of adults getting hurt. Not as much like traps, like fun traps, like people stepping on Legos and, you know, like... Like the skeleton gag or whatever, you know, from when he gets... They redo that one, though. They do. They they have some homages, quote unquote. Yeah, they do have homages. Yeah. Is this set in the same universe, you think? The Home Alone universe? The Home Alone universe. The cinematic universe? The Home Alone cinematic universe. Well, isn't there a fourth one? There is a fifth one. There's a fifth one? Yeah. There's a... So it's a... There's a four Malone. So it's a... <laughs> and then there's a five, a five Malone? Alone? Yeah. So it's a Home Alone quintilogy? <laughs> It's, it's about to be a six Malone. Well, but that's is it's a reboot or a re, uh, remake? I think it's a reboot. Mm, but gotcha. it will still be the seventh one. Seventh? Yeah. Oh, sorry, sixth one. Six. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Seventh. Well. Well. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Back on track. Ba- back to the villains. We'll get to that. What do you think of the villains? I mean, I didn't think anything special of any of them. Is there a favorite one? Um. No. Okay. Who had it the worst? Who had it the worst? Jeez, the guy who got the haircut 100%. Yeah, like <laughs> this could be I feel like you could cut a trailer for this. That's like a horror trailer. Yes. People, or just change the music. Oh yeah. Because they're like, like there's like almost murder. I mean there is. There's no way you could survive any of that. <laughs> what the fireworks? Well, that I mean, was murder. I think he died at the end. They don't show him. Oh no, they show him and get the mugshot. Yeah, that's true. That was good. At the end when they had the chicken pox. Yeah, that was a nice little touch. Yeah, that was nice. I like that. Um, so you didn't think it was funny? You laughed. I did laugh, but it was more of like a wow. This is such '90s humor. So let's know? talk about Scarlett. Yeah, Scarlett Johansson. Let's talk about her. Did you like it? Um, it I was mean, fun seeing a young Scarlett Johansson. It was just frustrating that they didn't give ScarJo, you know, the the opportunity to really show her acting chops. This is like five years before Lost in Translation. <gasps> no way. Yeah, it is. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. That is super crazy to me because she looks so young. Yeah, she does. Yeah. She reminds me of Natalie Portman in Leon. Well, a very different role. <laughs> yeah. I mean, similar. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. Criminals. Guns. <laughs> true, true, true. Guns. Yeah. Uh, aloning. 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 For sure. Well, I was going to say, I think, this is off track, but I think Millie Bobby Brown reminds me of young Natalie Portman. Wow. You know, that's a great point. Like, if you watch old Letterman and you see Natalie, yeah. she acts just like Millie Bobby Brown. Even though Natalie's Israeli-American and Millie she Bobby... She is? Yeah, she is. She's oh, from wow. Israel, but she moved to... New York when she was like super young. Hmm. She went to Harvard. Wow. And Millie Bobby Brown is like super British, but like they they have like a very similar look and they act the same. Like they have the same acting style. Oh yeah. So I don't know what that is, but it's interesting. It's of note. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I like seeing I like seeing actors before they were famous. Like I know Elijah Wood is in one of the Home Alone, uh, not Home Alones, uh, Back to the Futures. A very young Elijah Wood. He's playing the arcade game. Huh. So that it's always fun seeing that. Um, is this better than Home Alone, Tomb Alone? Which, is it better than them? Well, if we're talking about the original trilogy, the, yes. the pillars of the HACU, um, yes. no, it's not. It's not? <laughs> this movie was horrible. <laughs> why, why do you think this is the, the best in the series? It's better than one Malone. 
What? But why? Because White Malone is just... Joe Pesci has a gold tooth and look at it. You know, that's the other fun thing that I never... Like, as a kid watching Home Alone, it was yeah. always fun. You know, like, yes. these criminals are getting hurt. Yeah. But the fact that it's Joe Pesci is, like, <laughs> hilarious. Why did he do that? I don't know. <laughs> like, like, I get that he was doing, like, My Cousin Benny and all these other comedies. But why, why was he, like... You this, know what? Home Alone. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. mean, like, what, what, what about it? Because how big was Macaulay Culkin before Home Alone? Was he even? Was Richie Rich before that? I feel like it was. No, I think it was after. I mean, we have no clue. Who, who cares? I mean, but, uh, like, he like, did Home Alone, Richie Rich, and nothing. Well, that took off Chris Columbus's career. Really? Yeah. R before, right, before Harry Home, Potter. Yeah, Home Alone. Then it went to, I don't know, probably some stuff in between, but then Harry Potter, and then... That was kind of it. Because, I mean, Harry Potter was super contested. Oh, Spielberg yeah. wanted to do Harry Potter. Yeah. So, I, I mean, obviously it, it mattered. Do you think, because Disney Plus is, re, or Disney, is rebooting Home Alone on Disney Plus. Do you think the new Home Alone is going to be any good? You know, I think it'll be as good as a Home Alone remake can be. I mean, it, well, th that's what I was trying to say earlier. Pointing out all those movies is these 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 films are so centered around this, like, society that is all about material like toys and stuff. Oh, it's yes. just not going to have the I, same. I got I to gotta mention that too. Yeah, sure. So Home Alone 2 mm -hmm. famously has, <clears throat> what is it called? What, Donald Trump? No, that too. <laughs> oh, it does yeah. have Donald Trump. Yes. What is the little recording thing called? It's a uh, tape recorder. A camcorder? No, it, it records only the voice, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I don't know. Whatever that was. Before our time. <laughs> Before our time. Um, it That sold, that was the most selling toy, toy, Christmas present right. of next year, of the year after that. Of the year after Home Alone 2 Home came Alone out. 2 came Two out. Malone. Two Malone. Right. So 3 Malone, I feel like they were trying to recreate that with the car. You think so? I think so. You don't think so? I mean, maybe. The thing is, well... Maybe toys just, are big business. Maybe I'm just biased because, well, th that's what I was going to say is like, okay, Toy Story, Jumanji, all these movies that were, are so heavily centered around toys. What came first, the toy or the movie, you know? Like, did they make those movies because toys are such a big deal? To I kids? think Home Alone 2 was just a coincidence that that happened. You think so? I think so. But I think you, but you think they were purposefully trying to get to bump up. Well, you want to hear about a, a, a film franchise that does that? What? Star Wars. Yeah. Most of the Star Wars background characters are made for toys. Because he, he even had a hat, a Star Wars hat, didn't he, at one point? Oh, he was wearing Vader's helmet, yeah. yeah. But, like, you, like, obviously you haven't seen them. But in the prequel trilogies and, and, and a lot of the prequel trilogies, you see, like, a guy in the background of a bar. And they'll just, like, cut to a shot of him and then go away. And then they'll have the toy. And then you can read all about the biography, what this guy did, what he ended up happening to him, all that on this toy. So, and they do that with the new ones too. And, and obviously you get that in Marvel movies as well, where they'll change the costume ever so slightly. So you're forced to buy the new toy. Mm -hmm. It's different. It's mm -hmm. a different toy. Um, so yeah, so I think toys are big business and, 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 and it still happens to this day. Obviously it's not like this. This is a different perspective or, or strategy. I don't know how to explain it. Well, I think, you know, like my sister has kids and, and I guess they have toys, but it's just not... It's just not near. Toys are nowhere near what they. I mean, 
I don't know. I it's don't just, know. It's because millennials are just so less materialistic. No, I think they're into like electronic consumption. Or experiences more than like physical items. You think so? I think so. Well, and I was going to say. passing on to their kids. I've seen people on Twitter say the new home alone. The premises make sense because you can new just alone. call your mom. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm going to go out and I'm going to predict it. And it's here. They're probably going to set it in the 90s. I think so too, but what because I'm saying- Because 90s nostalgia is huge. Sure, but the audience is still going to be an audience of 2019, and they're not going to understand what that world is like to to have you know well, Christmas presents and all these toys. Well, these hold, hold on. Toys. I don't think they're going to focus on the toys. I think they're just going to focus on the home aloneness. But I think, like Stranger Things, 80s and nostalgia, sure. you know, th- like we're going through that. I think they're going to hard push the 90s nostalgia with the new home you think that's the next thing i think well i mean it's already kind of a thing yeah i think it's a natural with scrunchies and 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 leggings and leg warmers and all that i mean that was in fashion a couple of years ago Mm -hmm. i wore scrunchies um so yeah i think i think that's what's probably gonna happen when people are saying that oh the premise doesn't work but today well but i think that's where three malone failed a little is because a lot of the um i guess traps you can call them yeah well yeah they were traps they're deadly you know, it was like him using tools and like paint and glue, less than adhesive, <laughs> less than actual like toys. I mean, I guess he used the the toy trucks. Yes, with the adhesive. But I feel like it was just in in the original Home Alone. I, I, maybe I'm just misremembering it, but yeah, he used we haven't more seen toys. them in a while. So yeah, the that's originals. True. Mm-hmm. But from mem- from memory, yeah. Um, I was gonna point out. Oh, one line that I loved: <laughs> "If those are real, I'm an eagle." <laughs> that was great referencing the the fake new tits. poster yes the fake tits wow that's a 90s thing too yeah posters of like girls Hot in girls. bikinis and that, I'm pretty sure they do the exact same thing in another one of the Home Alones in the HACU yes but right. in one of the Home Alones I think it's kind of like the uh, yikes uh, your girlfriend uh, what, God, what was his name? The brother in the first one. Is it Gus? Oh, I want to no. say it's, it's Gus. Some, it's some stupid thing like that. Like some beefy meathead name. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I got to look this up right now because that's like very important to the story. Of all the homologues. Buzz. Buzz. It was Buzz. <laughs> Freaking Buzz, man. Wow. That's him now? Yes. Jeez Louise. Yeah. And but- what was the name of his cousin who always wet the bed that he had to sleep with? <laughs> Um, I don't know. IMDb is kind of being weird. Listen, of of all the Home Alones, this definitely ranks lowest for me. Really? Yeah. I would say, you, there's an argument to be made that two is the best. Two, I don't know why we, I like two, but I don't know why. I mean. Is it, it the pigeon lady? No, what? <laughs> the pigeon lady. No, I know what you're talking about, but to me, that wasn't a central part of it. I think it's just Macaulay Culkin in New York. Is what makes it fun. So it's Macaulay Culkin. Maybe. He's a selling point of these movies for you? I think so. Or what, maybe maybe it's just a movie that I watched a lot when what, I was a What do you kid. think of if Macaulay Culkin came back and did another Home Alone? I would love to see Macaulay Culkin as in, an adult. In a black horror comedy. Home okay, Alone. Here's a pitch. Yes. You ready for this? Pitch me. Macaulay Culkin, Kevin grows up, becomes president. Secret Service leaves the White House and he's gotta defend himself. In the White House? So it's White Home Alone. Would you watch it? 
as I mean, as long as it's in the HACU, you know, I'm a sucker for it. Yes. So. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, okay. I was going to say, if they said, so Rajan Gosnell is a director and he did um, some interesting movies. Yeah. Particularly, maybe you think they don't, they're not that great. I actually like these other movies. Okay. Let me have them. Scooby-Doo 1 and 2. I love the Scooby-Doos. Yeah, he did the Scooby-Doos. Sco- Scooby-Dooby-Doo. They were, they were written by uh, James Gunn. No way. Yeah, they were. So, wow. So did you like those? Yeah, I did. So he's improved from this to that. I think so. Because he did another movie in between, but it was like a rom-com. Yeah, who cares? Uh, and then he did the Smurfs. Smurfs Eesh. 1 and 2 with Neil yeah. Patrick Harris. Mm. Did you like those? You know, I saw Neil Patrick Harris uh, in Orlando. You saw him? Yeah, he was doing uh, the presentation, the candlelight presentation at Epcot. Isn't that weird? That is weird. Did you get a picture? No. I mean, he was very far away. It wasn't like I'm Oh, so you didn't actually see him. No, I mean, I saw him with my eyeballs. Oh, okay. So it's like going to a concert. Yeah, it was, it was kind of like that. Oh, okay. Anyway. Let's move on to our final segment, which is if this movie won an Oscar. Yes. What Oscar would it win? Definitely not acting. <laughs> really? I was going to go with Best Supporting Actress, Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> No, I would think I would say if this movie was made in 2019, then the Oscar would be up for would be production design. Is that an Oscar? Yeah, it should win an award. It for is. Production that is. Design. That is. Uh, yeah, I agree. The house is nice. Oh yeah, and the sets of you know like breaking and all that. That's that's good. That's mm-hmm. good stuff. The posters, like the posters on the walls, and you know. Well, actually, I was little... gonna say, what do you think of the poster of this movie? The poster of this movie. Yeah, the poster of this. Describe it to me. It is. I, I don't know. I enjoyed it. I, I'm not here to sit here and analyze it. Again, you're probably not going to like Baby's Day Out because it's very similar to this type of style of comedy. Oh, I definitely won't. Yeah, you definitely won't. <laughs> but I actually think that you might enjoy Mouse Hunt. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> okay. It's we, got a timeless feel to it. We can give it a try. Okay. We'll but do- as, as far as Home Alone 3 goes, yay or nay? Yay. Yay? Yay. Hardy A. I'm at an eh. Eh. It's not terrible. It's definitely not the highlight. I think kids would enjoy it. If they were to watch it today, maybe they wouldn't understand everything because it's got some data, a lot of data yeah. stuff. I, I don't think they'd be able to appreciate it as much as they, they would if they were a 90s kid. Yeah, but. I think children in the 90s probably went crazy over this. Oh, yeah, for sure. As it stands now, though, good comedy. I think it's good. Yeah. All right. Sal, I'll see you next week. <laughs> All right, see ya.